0: This is a HeadGum Original. Well, well, welcome to The Goat Show, the show where we find the greatest everything of all time. I'm your host, Jake, a.k.a. The Big Buck, a.k.a. Mountain Goat Gruff. I'm your host, Mike, but most of you know me as Goaty the Kid, but the real ones out there know me as Goaty Goo Goo. And on today's episode, we're going to find the greatest U.S. national park of all time. Hell yeah, dude! Nice. Mountain goat, gruff. That was a thematically goo goo nickname. It was really perfect. When did you think of that? Uh, Honestly, like just before we started recording. So I'm pretty damn proud of myself. I had like a stupid one that I was gonna. You ended up not saying anything new. You just sort of like did your intro a different way. I can't unload a, a new nickname. It was sort of like last week how. I had Governor Guotmo, and you had Josh Goat. Right. Well, at least I had something. You just sort of said your old nicknames. That's right. I wanted to let you shine. Really? Mm-hmm. In that case, I actually really fucking appreciate Mountain what you did Goat for me, man. Oh, <sighs> Mountain Goat Gruff. Mountain Gruff. MGG. Mm-hmm. Um, today, we're talking about U.S. National Parks. And why are we talking about U.S. Because national Parks? Because if there's one thing that the last month has done... To me, to us, to everybody as a culture, I think it's taken away our sense of wonder. Yes, and adventure. All like, or yeah, our sense of adventure. We're all cooped up in uh, apartments, houses, if we're lucky. But everything just feels very isolated and like um, insulated from the outside world. That's and right. Something that has helped us is fantasizing and remembering, reminiscing on all the national parks that we went to Mm -hmm. and reminding ourselves that the world is still out there and the world is still great. And it will be that way again uh we will get to go visit national parks again we will get to travel we'll be able to have adventures and i also feel like there is we're guilty of this too and i don't think it's even a thing to be guilty of because it's just like what people are doing what some people need but like it just feels like all of the content out there is like four things to do in your house yeah and i'm just like Actually, when I'm in my house, I'm a little low energy and depressed, <laughs> but thank you. I'm not gonna learn a new hobby even though we did say we should do that on this very show. Uh, but it's it's tough to break through and actually do that and every once in a while, it honestly just helps to escape, escape. to fantasize about mm-hmm. something that's not happening right now right um, And actually the way we did the research, uh, for this was pretty unique. Google has this, uh, this thing called the hidden world of national parks. Um, so we actually use that. We use, you can also just Google, uh, you could like search Google earth national parks and they give you like virtual tours of, of like most of the parks. And then there's specifically the hidden world, of the national parks, which is um, five of the coolest national parks. It's which like, of the five is it? It is Kenai Fjords in Alaska, uh, the Hawaii Volcanoes, Carlsbad Caverns, Bryce Canyon, and... Florida Dry Tortugas. That's what I was talking so, about. So yeah, it's um, it, It's it's a varied uh, tour of the parks. And then also on Google Earth, you can uh, take your own tour. And yeah. I would recommend doing it with a beer and a nice moody little soundtrack. Uh, that was the way we reminisced on all of the national parks that we've been to. Hell yeah. So I guess caveat, we haven't been to all 62 national parks. But between the two of us, we've been to... I think like a third of them, yeah. at least. I think we've been to most of them, and we've been to most of the the best ones. We've been to all of the ones that um, that like reach the internet's like yeah, top ten right. top fifteen lists. We've right. been to all of those. Mm-hmm. You know, actually, humble brag from me I, is it a humble brag if it's just me, just straight up bragging? Earnest brag. What do you mean, earnest? I'm yeah, just yeah, going yeah, to like genuinely brag. brag about something, I guess. And you're going to say you've been to all fifty states? I haven't been to all fifty. I've been to forty-nine states, and that—that that was going to be your brag. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's pretty impressive. Maybe it's sort of a humble brag because you're like admitting that you haven't done it a hundred percent. Yeah, I've done it ninety-nine percent. Yeah, you got forty-nine percent, ninety-eight percent. Oh, is that what it would be? Yeah, <laughs> you're good at that, man. That's a humble brag. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I actually went to Alaska this past summer, which was the 49th state, which yeah. was kind of cool. And like, you visited... it was the 49th state in the Union. That's cool. Yeah. yeah, and it was the 49th state you went to. Yeah, exactly. Wow, so you're, like, seeing them in order of when they were founded. Mm-hmm. But only Alaska. Right. Uh, yeah, only Alaska. <laughs> Alaska was the one I did in the right order. Yeah. Um, but, you know, actually, I wonder if, what was the first state? Oh, was it was it Virginia or Massachusetts? I'll guess Massachusetts. Wow, we were both wrong i was gonna guess virginia i think gun to my head uh but it is delaware of course delaware the coolest state in america that's the most boring state was the first state ever founded uh Delaware, where is it <laughs> <laughs> it's like right below new jersey i know i, I was just <laughs> kind of making oh up. yeah yeah, oh, pun. yeah well a little pun um Anywho, so we went through uh, all of the parks that we've visited, we took some virtual tours, and we ranked all of these parks on three different categories, the views, the dues, and the crews. Michael, what is the views? How beautiful the park is. How nice it is to look at. How nice it feels to be inside of the park. What is the do's? What there is to do there. Hiking trails. Are there swimming holes? uh, Cliffs to jump off of. Rocks to climb. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How much fun can you have in the park? And what is the cruise? Uh, How accessible the park is. That's both like getting there and then getting around once you're inside. Mm -hmm. Are there... there crowded lots, uh, choked roads, uh, parking fees, etc., etc. So that is the criteria. We will get into the show. But actually, first, I wanted to derail us with a mini-goat game whoa that's right a baby goat after all this shit you gave me about throwing custom segments mm-hmm. in at the last minute without warning you ahead of time you're gonna do it this time that's right because i knew that you were gonna do it no matter what yeah but so I, i'm but thinking this... like i'm gonna take that okay. from you Okay. You don't have to take it from me, but you can you can join me in disrupting the well, show. All right. Well, I'm going to borrow it. Do- <laughs> I don't think we should both do it. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm actually going to do it after this. Of but course. Yeah. yeah. Of course. Um, but I do want to just like get us into that goo-goo mood. Just uh, fantasize about your goat day in a national park. What would be your goat day? The goat day? Yeah. Um wake up make breakfast wake up in a tent mm-hmm. yeah you gotta wake up in the tent wake we're, we're imagining tent. you got to the park yesterday yeah so i guess wake up make the breakfast the goat breakfast and that's that is uh oh it's the, the one that we invented that's the one we invented with a, is uh a pancake wrapped around a chicken apple sausage that's right it's sort of like a, a pig in a blanket yeah mm mm-hmm. But um, it's big. It's a big. It's a big ass sausage a big, and a big, big ass pancake. Yeah, it's delicious. It's mm-hmm. the perfect. Yeah. The perfect food. We should make those. We um, should d- uh, that. And then I think maybe you should do your goat day first. While I think about it, I did think about mine a lot. Yeah. So I'll. I'll. Well, first of all, though, I forgot about the goat breakfast, which is crazy. But in my, so I'll just go with what I had. Yeah, uh, thought about already. Um, you wake up in the tent. You treat yourself to a buffet breakfast at the lodge because you're going to go on a big ass hike, so you need something, okay? You you eat a big breakfast. You go on a big hike. I'm talking like between eight and twelve miles, like a hike that's going to take most like all of the morning yeah. uh, and into the afternoon. Um, but by the way, on while you were at the lodge after breakfast, you made your lunch, which is uh, the patented pbbcc sandwich that i enjoy it is uh that's that's whole wheat bread peanut butter banana and chocolate chips and then another piece of whole wheat bread okay so you've got that in your backpack you take a 12 mile hike you reach the peak of the hike you chat out on your sandwich you take your sandwich photo you hike back down uh you got to find yourself some (laughs) wawa. (laughs) this is such a long derailment of the show last week you fucking made me play a mini full show yeah but at least we moved along quickly this is pretty fast i'm already on fucking afternoon (laughs) all right sorry go ahead you're derailing it more by fucking making fun of me man Then you gotta find. I think, I think the the reason I thought it was so funny is because like then we gotta find some wawa. <laughs> I, I, and I understand that you mean well like wawa to swim in, but yeah. I, uh, but it's I was thinking like you we need water to drink. Yeah, well I would hike. have I would have explained quickly that it was water to swim in, but you actually you you guffawed making it impossible for me to continue. And (laughs) I would say you derailed the show even further when you did that. That's right. So then we find some Wawa. Of course, not to drink. We've been having Wawa all day. We have Camelbacks. We have Wawa on deck. But we're not talking about water to drink. We're talking about water to swim in, to splash in, to play, to cool down. Uh, You you find your Wawa. You... Uh, wash off all of the sweat, you soak a bandana in the cold wawa tied around your head. Hell that's yeah. going to feel good. That's are doing put that right the down. hike, too. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then you get back to your campsite, you put a beer in the cooler. I mean, it's, they've been in there already, but you uh, you freeze your beer while you start dinner. You brusky and the Kooski. Yeah, brewski and the Kuski. Uh You crack your beer as you're grilling that big old burger, and then you drink uh, a second beer with dinner. A glass of whiskey before bed and that's that's staring at the stars by the by okay that's the go hiking that's right yeah we light a fire right the yeah oh yeah that. yeah okay. you're you're you light the fire you're cooking that burger on the fire oh yeah that's I, that's a perfect day i don't think i really have any modifications aside the i would do a, the breakfast at Dean camp versus yeah. the lodge but i think you you alternate between those two maybe that, once in a while you do a nice buffet breakfast in the lodge mm-hmm. um and then if you're into it, maybe a climb in the morning and then like a slightly shorter hike. Oh, nice. I like to sort of separate the day into three segments. Like mm. the the climb. Sort of like something that's sort of intense physical activity. Yeah. In this case a climb. And then like a, a more meandering physical activity. A nice hike with a cool vista viewpoint. Right. And then after that you're high, you gotta swim. I mean, this is that's actually that sounds like the perfect weekend at the national park, a combo of our two days. And I guess that's why we have so much fun. When we go to those nap parks. Hell yeah. Um, and now it's time. For the show. For How About It, Mr. Goat. I thought we were maybe not going to do This one that. will be quick. Okay. Did you pause long enough for the song just there? I hope you did. Michael, well cut it in. How about it, Mr. Goat? 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 Thank you, Mike. Thanks, Mike, for cutting that As in. always, that's the best part of the show. Yeah. Only downhill from here. You're the man, Comette. Um Leave all this in. Leave all <laughs> this in, you humble piece of shit. I know you'll edit it out. <laughs> uh, would you? Every time you go to a national park, yeah. you are treated like royalty. You are VIP. You have... Uh, the the best room at the Iwani in Yosemite, you have the best room in whatever lodge or hotel you want at any national park. Right. I know. The best the best campsite. I know. I already have that stuff. Uh, you what? have like passes. You have like lifelong passes. To, I'm already treated like royalty at, at Yosemite, but go on.
1: You're not. But okay. like
0: <laughs> lifelong passes, like you can, do, you know how you have to reserve hiking spots and things like that? Yeah. You have those passes. So you can do, you can do whatever trails and whatever things are usually restricted or limited capacity. Okay. You cut the line. Yeah all access pass, but you can never leave the United States. Ooh. So Very basically you have you have the key to all of the wonder and all of the romanticism of every national park mm-hmm. in the United States, which is kind of fucking awesome, but you can't leave the US. It is, but I don't think I could I I couldn't stomach it. What's the, what is the Okay, understood. What's the one thing? What is like the when you thought of a place that you'd be missing out on, what was that place? For some reason, it was. <laughs> well, the first one was Australia. My, it's my favorite country, I think, that I've ever been to. Australia and Iceland are both really. Up Shout there out for to me. Australians, mate. Shout out to Maoris my, my all- down under. Yes, um, but I guess that was a New Zealand accent. Whatever. Uh, anywho, uh, I I don't like. I really hate to never go back to Australia. And then the second thing I thought of was paris and i don't know why because last time i went to paris i got terrible food poisoning and i was like i'll never <laughs> come here again but i think there's just something i think i feel like that represents just uh foreign cities yeah. to me which i I, do, I really do think that america has some of like the coolest natural wonders around i know other other places do as well but like i could probably like my not my sense of like wonder for nature could probably be sated with North America. But I don't think my like city and like wanting to see new places and new people, cultures and stuff. I don't think that could I don't think being treated like royalty at national parks yeah could replace that. Well said. I think what part of the romanticism about uh traveling in national park like US national parks and, and going exploring nature here is that you're you're in your your home like you're in your homeland but you know you can go other places but you're like exploring your home so taking away the other places sort of takes away the the specialness of places at home that's true i would say that like when i first i feel like when i first started going to national parks like that was like when i first started to feel like a sense of patriotism yeah like i might not uh always like what's happening politically and like with uh wars and shit but we do have a beautiful country we like do we the mountains are cool do. the lakes are good rivers are awesome etc etc so that stuff will make me like love the land that we're on a fucking man brother um and with that two quick derailments it's time to start the show and we're kicking it off with of course the, the woat Michael, what is the worst national park in the United States? It's it's a park that shouldn't be a national park. It has no business being a national. It's park. the Gateway Arch in St. Louis. Okay, and we're not saying that the Gateway Arch isn't fine. It's it's the Goat Monument. It's a as beautiful, you, as you said yesterday. Yes, it is probably the Goat Monument, and I have such a positive affiliation with that monument uh-huh. when jill and i drove cross country to move back to new york um two years ago we like stopped at the gateway arch like during golden hour you know i actually uh, we should we'll post all of this stuff like we'll do a gallery on our instagram yeah of all of the places that that we've been because i have some really beautiful photos from my time at the gateway arch yeah um but as much fun as i had there as beautiful as mm-hmm. it was why is it a national park yeah so our problem isn't isn't really with the the park or the thing itself it's with the mislabeling of it it's just not a national park it only became a national park in 2018 i think oh really yeah yeah i read something online that was like the national park service still hasn't totally justified why they labeled it as a national park since most national parks are there to like protect Endangered or unique species. Yeah, like there is no unique, or like p- to protect the land. Yeah, yeah, um, and the, the the Gateway Arch is protecting ninety one acres of downtown St. Louis. Oh, that's odd, right? <laughs> downtown St. Louis doesn't need to be right. protected, and it also could be protected by making it a national monument, which it was right. before. Um, and just for comparison, 91 acres in downtown St. Louis versus something like Denali, which is four and a half million acres. Oh yeah, in that's a slight slight difference there. And that's not even the biggest national park. What's the biggest? Uh, I think it's it's called. It's also in Alaska. Like all of the top three biggest are all in Alaska. Wrangle yeah. uh, Saint Elias is eight and a half million acres, and Gateway to the Ar- Arctic I think is also over eight million. Gateway to the Arctic. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. The Gateway Cray- to the Arctic is so close. To, uh, like phonetically to being the gateway arch. Or the goatway arch. Or the woat the woat uh the woatway arch. But What's... sorry, I don't know what I'm saying. I forgot what the name of the bad arch is <laughs> so when we <laughs> so when we think about the views of the gateway arch, there's a great view but it's only one. Yeah. It's really only that one looking westward uh view of the arch itself That's- well it's actually there but there are two because there's the the view of the arch over the mississippi uh which is beautiful it's stunning but the other view is from the arch oh you can oh you right, can go you can up go into, into, into the, the arch. arch there's a viewing platform where you can like see for 30 miles which is cool but like there's a tram and it's like not quite like a national park where you would hike to a view right so i i would dock at points for that that like for the dues uh because well, there's not much to do there there's definitely not much to do there unless you i mean i when i was there we went to the park took some photos hung out and then like walked to a starbucks that we yeah. could see from the <laughs> lawn yeah i guess you should definitely dock a national park points if you can see a starbucks from it yeah there's not really you a, there's be you should be immersed in nature when you're in a national park mm-hmm. yeah, i mean you should be close to a starbucks <laughs> ideally right but want, not that close a 20 minute drive <laughs> yeah i mean I'd, i i'd still like to have a, a grande iced cafe in the morning How else yeah or but you know you could also you could take it into the into the park um, and then the the cruise I guess again there's there, it's just once you're there there's nothing to travel to it's easy to get well, around but there's yeah nothing well to- it's hard to find parking in downtown Saint Louis oh really like so yeah actually <laughs> it's it's not and there's traffic down there you know it's not like driving around uh, a beautiful uh, like valley road that shows you all of the sites yeah you're you have to like park in a parking garage and. Uh, deal with uh, rush hour traffic in St. Louis. Right. It feels like it's justifiably the woe. Yeah. I don't think that there's really anything else yeah. to say about it, no. aside from that it seems like it's cool that it's there, mm-hmm. but it shouldn't have the same distinction as Yellowstone. Right. No. You know? Yeah if we're done talking about the gateway arch yeah of course uh just one quick dishonorable mention i want to i want to throw in joshua tree wow you're gonna come at jay tree that's a popular one i know i know it's a popular one that's why i think it needs to be just shit talked a little bit yeah well tell me what you don't like about jay tree I, i i think the views it's just monotonous everything is the same yeah it's really just a desert I think I feel like uh nat- like people gravitate towards different types of nature, you know? Like there's like beach people and there's lake people, there's mountain people and there are desert people. Yeah. I don't really see what anyone gets out of the desert. Yeah, I know that it's like maybe like the light, like sunsets, sunrise, the stars, that's that's up is beautiful. It's not like filled it's it's almost like a lack, a lack of nature instead of like mm-hmm. um uh, what's the opposite of lack? Uh, surplus. A surplus of uh, abundance. There's not like trees. Oh, that's great. There's not like trees. Bounty. Yeah. Like there's that not trees. Sort of it's yeah. enough, man. <laughs> uh, not like trees and plenty of things to look at. Like you're surrounded by the exact same f- view if you spin around in a circle. Mm. Everything looks the exact same. Yeah, it's a little it, boring. It's cold at night, hot during the day. The temperature no, is hi- not good. Every hike, everything to do is the exact same. You, you get very walk, dusty. You can walk. Yeah, you get dusty. You can walk on a. You can go on a nine mile hike, but it's just a nine mile loop through the exact same thing. Yeah. over and over again. We also climbed there, and it was really painful. It was hard. Yeah, the type of rock. It's like sandpaper. Yeah, it like has like little. It's like glass. Yeah. <laughs> it's like shards of glass in it. So yeah, it's, I think it's not a. Not a great park. And it's like also just used as one that people go to do drugs in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not really... That's not what nature's about. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm done. Okay, cool. You came at J-Tree. <laughs> you came at the, uh, at the people doing acid, uh, I guess. I think there's no nothing wrong with doing acid in a park, but you shouldn't go to a park just to do Specifically acid. Specifically for it. Like The park isn't there for your acid trip the park is technically You're there, there to the re- to protect the endangered joshua tree. Oh, I'm guessing I have no actual idea. All right. Well, I don't think anyone was going to take those away. All right. Well, so even as bad as joshua tree is though, it's not It should be like a national conservation. You <laughs> really hate joshua tree. <laughs> it's it's at the very least it should be I think it still should be a national park yeah it's still a unique it's a unique kind of land in our country right the gateway arch was just built by guys in like the 30s or something right i, I the gateway arch just shouldn't be a national park joshua tree should be a national park but it should be the worst one which it is <laughs> all right so with that with that we will move on to the, the weather, weather. Folks, let's talk about the weather. Pick it's the best bang for your buck. Micah, what national park is that? Zion. Zion National Park. And we're not talking about just like entrance fees, bang for your buck. Because actually, what everyone should do is buy that uh, that annual pass. Hell yeah, that's eighty bucks, and it'll get you into every single national park and every single like federally controlled land. So there's like a ton of parks and uh, right. You can get, you can get your money's worth by. Visiting like eight national parks or eight state parks, you get your money worth by even like three national parks. Oh really? Oh yeah, Yeah. some of them are like thirty bucks. Yeah, Um, but Zion National Park. I think I feel like the reason for me that it's like uh, the weather pick is because it's it's like it's worthy of being the kid or the goat pick. I think it's a gorgeous, awesome national park. But what's cool about it is how cheap it is to fly there because you get that flight to vegas it's mm-hmm. always pretty cheap to fly to vegas because they expect you to lose your money gambling right um and then also for just a little extra driving um it's like a little over an hour to go to bryce canyon national park right super close. so you can tack on in an extra yeah. national park pretty easily if you just want to like go uh-huh. and watch sunset at bryce which is gorgeous when we when we went to utah on a road trip to visit a bunch of national parks we like went through like canyonlands arches bryce and then down to zion and it was super it like took us it was like a week or so yeah and it, i mean that old, that drive i think is only it's like 5 hours cuz what right. we did was we drove from la to grand canyon yeah and then we went from the grand canyon to arches and canyonlands and then we went to did we go to Bryce? I think we might. I think we might have just driven by it. We did, and then we went straight to Zion. Um, do you remember how fucking? Oh wait, first we went to Joshua Tree before we went to Grand Canyon. That's we right. We did like a fucking park tour. Do you remember how cold we got in Arches? Yeah, that was miserable. Or, well, that was the, one sleep. of the worst night. Like I still think about that. It was like one of the worst night sleep. <laughs> the one of the like the least comfortable i've ever been our like our sleeping bags it was below freezing and our sleeping bags were like designed to be like we were in like 32 32 plus uh 32 degree sleeping bags our sleeping bags cuz it rained while we were in Joshua tree right so They're our were, sleeping like, bags wet. were kind of wet and then that night in the park i think it got down to it was either I don't know why I remember this, but it's either twenty-two or eighteen degrees. Yeah, it was so freezing. Um, we like slept in full outfits, like like long johns, jeans, socks, everything, sweaters, sweaters jackets, and like we were still still very cold. From like five a.m. until seven, I just laid awake, shivering, praying for the like for the light to come, yeah. so that it would mean that we could get up and yeah. start moving. And then we and when we woke up, we still made that breakfast. We did. We, we still p- made. We made. The we fire. We should have come up with a name for the for the sausage and a pancake. Breakfast. That's true. We should. Um Doesn't have to be right now. I can okay. see you thinking. Yeah, I was thinking about it. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we still made breakfast, packed up camp, and then drove straight to a Starbucks. Yeah, I was rolling up the tent, and I like could not feel my fingers. Yeah, it was okay. so fucking. Cold I couldn't believe point. you were doing that. Um, but then we ended that trip, I, which I think it, with, we ended that trip at one of my favorite national parks, Zion. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about the views. It's incredible. It's like the same sort of picturesque landscape as a, like a Yosemite, but it's this really unique like desert red rock. Yeah. That's just like covered in, uh foliage and like green greenery it's really beautiful yeah like it's still verdant but it also is like that that kind of iconic dope looking uh red red cliffs instead of uh like the granite in yosemite and it's i mean it's a pleasure to like be on the valley floor looking at all the mountains and it's awesome to like hike up at any stage, you can like look out across the valley, and it and it's gorgeous. One of the best views of all time is the top of Angel's Landing. Yes, and that's that's that leads us right into the do's. Yeah. I mean, there are some fucking uh, hair raising hikes. If, yeah. You guys should just like yeah, just, watch watch a YouTube video of someone hiking Angel's Landing. It's fucking crazy also just google angels landing lookout point like it's the right. coolest view of all time it's i think that was one of the most death-defying hikes yeah. we've ever done and it was not like it was actually dangerous at, in the moment but like it's not like you can like slip and go right over the edge no but it is like a five-foot-wide path at some points with the sheer 1,000-foot drop on either side. Some places, some spots of this hike are so narrow and so, like, exposed up against the mountain that you have to hold on to, like, a metal chain to secure yourself on the trail. And there's something about holding on to a metal chain like that makes you realize, like, oh, this is really fucking dangerous. Uh, I also remember remember we were, like, on the top of uh, that, like the angels landing like viewing point. Yeah. And somebody was asking you to take a photo and you are like backing up towards the edge. Yeah. And I like made a joke and I was like, one more step. And that like made you look around and you're like, I didn't know. (laughs) (laughs) I would have fallen to my death taking a photo for these people. That would have been so fucking sad. I know. God. Uh, we also did the, the narrows, which is hiking, Up a river um so you like have those sheer cliffs on either side of you and like the light coming through that canyon is really fucking cool also yeah also google pictures of the narrows if you haven't seen it it's Mm -hmm. incredible we did that hike i think in like like late spring i did it again with my friends in like the middle of summer it's Uh, a different hike it's a different hike we were like in swimsuits and like i think i had like a pair of vans on instead of those like giant mountain suits that we had to, those wetsuits that we had to rent there was like, something cool about the mountain suits because like we had to oh sorry you were you're were about to make a point go ahead no i was just gonna say there's like uh cliffs you can jump off of too like in the middle of the narrows oh. and it's just really yeah nice. i feel like go, going in the summer when you like are down to get wet and stuff <laughs> yeah. like and you like want to cool off is so different than like when we, when we went we had to wear those giant wetsuits and you're like Worried about water getting right. into it because it's so cold. We were fighting the water and enjoying the view of the canyon, yeah. rather than like enjoying the coolness of the water and the view of the canyon. Totally, and like definitely by the end, you're like you can't really see your feet, and you are constantly nearly twisting your ankle on, on the rocks. rocks. Yeah, so like I was very grateful to be done, but I'm also incredibly happy that we did it. There was yeah. also that awesome moment because like it's the the trailhead is um like the end of a of like a kind of like a drive up hike um or like a walk for like yeah old people and people with children just like visiting the park and they like you know walk to the end of a paved path there's like a little picture area and you and i did that like in our suits with the huge hiking sticks right and everyone's like taking photos and then we just like kept on walking into the river the trailhead is like literally walking into a river that was dope and it was very fun and i think the last thing we just talk about is the uh, cruise how it is how it is getting around getting around I mean get it first of all getting to the park is I as I said easy you fly into Vegas yeah um, I think you would also fly into like Salt Lake City or whatever but once you're in the park it's the two pain points are one they don't allow cars like in the park loop which I think is like actually good it it makes it so there's no congestion it makes it so like being in the park loop and like going to all the like the trailheads is is that a new thing? I don't know how because I, I when I went to Zion with my friends we like we car camped you can car camp on the way in and then like when it's like the actual park loop they don't allow cars and then when we went we also drove a car around Zion didn't we. You probably did that illegally, or you might have just done that. Like you can drive. This is so getting into the nitty gritty, but maybe the fucking park heads will love it. You can drive up to Observation Point. There's like yeah. a way to drive like through the park and out the other side. Right. There's but, like, no the park. The park loop itself, which isn't that long, it's like a couple miles or whatever. Okay. There's no cars allowed there, so basically you can't. All of like Angels Landing or uh, the Narrows. You can't like drive your car and park right there. Right. Okay. Actually, you might be able to at the Narrows. I mean, if you go to Zion, you can just Google all this stuff. But get, yeah. basically, getting around is pretty easy because there's this like bus loop. Yeah. The tough thing is parking. Yeah. Because uh, the lots fill up, so people can right. take the bus. Uh, but there's a way to do it if you get there early. If you park in the town of Springdale, that's mm-hmm. very very close, et cetera, et cetera. You can go to National Parks website and plan all this stuff out. And then another thing that gives the cruise like high ratings is the flight that you mentioned in the beginning you can just fly into vegas exactly and yeah and you're super close to all these all these natural wonders of the world and i can't wait to fucking get back there get a, just do something aside from uh sit on my couch we should hike angels landing again that'd be fun yeah we absolutely have to um but we won't do it until after the break and we'll be right back Whoa, whoa, whoa! Welcome to the second half of the Goat Show. Nice, cool. So you're going to intro the second half. I think I'm going to start introing the second half. I actually wouldn't mind uh, sort of hosting the next episode if you wouldn't mind. Really? Yeah. I like to try my hand at hosting. I wouldn't mind a week off. Sounds good to me. Do you think you do you do like a lot of work hosting? Um, I think I guess not like a lot of work, but it's a a slight amount more of responsibility. Because you sort of have to like move the show along. Yeah. And like you constantly try to derail the show and never really uh, know how to get you to like focus that type of thing. So it's, Mm -hmm. I guess, hosting is hard when you have, um, What's the word for, like, you're a, like, your co-host is, like, a jackass? Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, I, have, I actually have ad. Hey, look, a bike. Nice. Is you're there what? actually a bike out there? Because <laughs> I have no. it, too. <laughs> uh, let's talk about the kid. See, there's an example. I, like, pause. I don't know what you think I'm going to say, you know? And you just you, you drop the ball. Come to tell you, leave that in so everybody knows what I'm fucking dealing with. And it's time for... The Kid. <laughs> nice. Good job. You got it on the second try. The Kid's pick is Yosemite. Or as our producer, Mike, would pronounce it, Yosemite. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little Mike Comete humor for you. Uh, Yosemite. I think Yosemite is one of the most iconic national parks. Yeah. And it is undeniably Gorgeous. It was also one of the first national parks that you and I, if not the first. I think it was the first. The first national park that you and I went to. Yeah. So yeah, uh, people on their computer right now, Google search Tunnel View. Yeah. That's what you should be looking at when we talk about Yosemite. I feel like that that vista is like what people have in their head already when they think of a national park. Even if you don't know that that's what Tunnel View is, even if you don't know what Yosemite is, you've like seen it and appreciated it. Yeah. That's like hardwired into Americans' DNA, it is Absolutely it's like is. Uh, the splendor of nature. Yosemite's a real one. You should uh, you should watch uh, Free Solo with Alex Honnold. If yeah, you haven't seen that yet. That's true. That's a little. I was a watching nice film recommendation. I was watching clips of that last night, and it really made me feel good. Really, yeah. Free Solo. I also Don Wall is also a, yeah. an amazing one that takes place in Yosemite. That's true. Any whom. Uh, so let's talk about the views. I guess we already talked about them a little bit. Tunnel view, though. The splendor of tunnel view. Yeah. I mean, this is this is the iconic park. There's right. There needs not be anything else said about the views. Just like everywhere you are in Yosemite is like a different, gorgeous, unique, new way to appreciate what that park is. Like the valley floor with thousand sheer foot cliffs, like yeah. just rising out of nothing it's Mm -hmm. like it's so awe-inspiring i think didn't you you said that when it was discovered it was discovered by john john weir at some point i don't know if it was discovered by him but i think it was like popularized and protected and much appreciated by him but you said the story is that he like came upon like tunnel view basically and he was just so happy that he started dancing oh i do think that is a story of when he saw much awe yeah and i mean that is like now it's like a parking lot and there's a lot of people there, yeah. but I still think that view is yeah. so powerful that it can like cut past all of that stuff. It really does make you want to dance. It really is. Cra- like, I think it's like one of those national parks that you'll visit once and then you'll just like long, you'll have like a long, yeah. to go back and see it again. It's also so fun to bring people there for the first time. Like I brought, uh, Jill there. We actually went on Valentine's day, super fucking romantic pro tip. Uh, We were, like, driving through, like, after you enter the park, there's still, like, 45 minutes to an hour or something until you, like, get to Tunnel View. Yeah. And she was, like, looking at the mountains and trees, like, this is so beautiful. This is so beautiful. I was, like, you just, like, just wait. And then you get to, like, watch someone see Tunnel View for the first time. And it's just, it's amazing. It doesn't, it just, like, doesn't make any sense. Yeah. How did that happen? Um, And truly, like, even without doing anything in the park, just, like, walking around or pulling over on the valley floor, even driving around the valley floor, is just, like it's stunning um but that leads us into the do's and what is there to do in yosemite there's so, there's so much to do there's so many hikes i mean like uh yosemite falls half dome mm-hmm. i think you can you can hike up like the back of el cap uh you can swim yeah. in the merced river you can like do river rafting if that's your thing yeah some of the best hikes uh uh in yosemite are the uh Half Dome, uh, the Mist Trail, John Muir Trail, uh, but Half Dome includes the Mist Trail and the John Muir Trail, uh, Nevada Falls, Cloud Rest, Mariposa Grove. That's like all of those giant redwoods yeah. and stuff. When we were there, we did. I feel like the first day we did, we did like Upper Yosemite Falls. Yes, yeah, that's right. Um, and then the next day we did Half Dome. Yeah, Half Dome was the hike that I was imagining when I was talking about my go hike day. Oh, yeah. It's like such a huge undertaking that is so incredibly rewarding. It re- it really is a crazy adventure. I like a hike that is hard and then also punctuated by just a little bit of fearing for your life. Also with that hike there's like so much um so many different types of terrain. At one point you're like hiking up like a waterfall up stones and there that's this is the mist trail. That's the mist trail, yeah. Uh like uh There's like mist in your face. You can barely see. You're like wet. And then the time, then by the time you get out, you're like in like an open field, like hiking through like sand paths, through trees and forest. It's truly amazing. It's all we went in like July or something Something. at the end. Yeah. When we went in July, it was so hot. So when we're on the mist trail, it was like just, it felt absolutely incredible. Yeah. And then, yeah, when you get to, when you get to Half Dome, it's like, it's so steep that there's just, cables and there's a single track like the width of a sidewalk that you can walk up it's like the only safe spot to do it people fall and die every year on that and you and i did it it's also it's one path for people coming up and coming coming down down. and when we did it we had so they have like they recommend like wearing gloves and we didn't have gloves but for a lot of people there's always this like basically a pile of discarded gloves right by the cables and I don't know what like you. Oh, your gloves were like yeah. My gloves like had lost their grip. Right. I didn't even realize that your, any gloves had grip. Yeah. And so yours my gloves were super. Were, yours were like more slippery than just like your hands. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then we had to share a glove. Where like I had You're my the, left arm is stronger. Yeah. And your right arm is stronger. Oh, is that true? I think of my left arm as being stronger. Yes. Wow. Do you think of your right arm as being stronger? I think just because it's dominant. Yeah. Yeah, my this is like my throwing arm and my riding arm but like in when I'm like rock climbing at the gym or something yeah and there's like a jug for my left hand I'm like oh that's yeah that's good strength wise I guess I'm not sure but my like right arm I'm so much more dexterous and I sort of associate associate that with strength interesting well I guess that's that why we uh, made a good team of sharing a pair of gloves up anyway <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so we, we climbed with one glove each that was yeah. That yeah, was insane, and goddamn! I mean, it was so awesome. The view up there is, uh, is like incredible. It's also that like you know that that picture that you can get where you, there's like that rock outcropping yeah. that looks like we have like a photo. On, we have a photo of us on that rock. Yeah, it looks like you're on a diving board, uh, yeah, two thousand feet in the air, overlooking the Yosemite Valley with like views of El Capitan in the background. If you like, don't have a sixteen mile hike in you you can get this stuff by like there's places that where you can drive and see all of these iconic views also like tunnel view glacier point glacier point etc etc um but let's talk about the cruise speaking of driving i think that's the reason that yosemite is the kid and not the goat right because it's not that easy to get to no you gotta i mean you gotta fly into like uh fresno or something and then it's like a two-hour drive it's or it's like uh a couple hours from San Francisco, six hours from LA. Yeah. It's not terrible to get to. But then once you're there That's the that's the worst. That's part. the worst. Yeah, it's like there's there's so many crowds. The the half dumb hike that we're talking about, you have to book like a year in advance yeah, to yep. get a ticket to do it. You're booking your reservation to, like, climb a mountain, and it feels like you're trying to get tickets to Coachella. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're refreshing. You're like, oh, shit, it's, it's, uh, it's midnight oh, shit, on this, April the tickets 15th. went on sale. Actually, I think tickets might be—oh, I can't remember if they go on sale in March or April. We either missed it or it's coming up. Either way, I bet they the haven't been sold yet for That's the That's definitely I mean, possible. Book some for, like, July or something. Yeah, but it, so Yosemite's probably the most— crowded the most popular park so the campgrounds are always overrun yeah when we went we we tried to do a first come first serve campground we got there at 5 a.m two hours before it opens and there's already like a 50 person line yeah so it's it's hard to be able to sleep inside yosemite which sucks because the next best camping ground is like an hour outside the park Mm. the only other place to camp And also like, it feels like one of the only national parks where there's just straight up traffic jams, Yeah, just bumper to bumper traffic. It took us like 30 minutes to get from the the general store back to our campsite one night. Right. Like even the hiking trails are pretty crowded at certain points. So you really have to have a lot of patience and you have to be able to just like see past the crowds and like, and also respect, I guess, like it's nice when there's a ton of people at something that's like so naturally wondrous i yeah, guess yeah it's not like uh a really big crowd at the grocery store <laughs> <laughs> right yeah so yeah you gotta or on the subway or something because right, that's something you don't expect any like Yet. beauty from anyway right that's that's something that's like 100 percent annoying this is just like oh okay Every, like i'm annoyed that it's so crowded but everybody here is just trying to look at california and right. i gotta respect that that's, that's true but I wonder if it's cool to go in the off season when I, yeah, I went, I've actually been, I think I went in, well, I went in February for Valentine's day with Jill and I went, I think it was maybe March or April with Carnell once. And it it was pretty empty. Oh damn. Like, that's like, it's a pro tip then. Yeah, but it, the thing is, access is hard then because like sometimes like all of the roads will get snowed right. out or and then like sometimes down. I think at a certain point they like require uh, snow tires. Like you yeah, need to, you need to have chains. Yeah, I remember we, me and Mike were like, we were in Death Valley and like the drive to Yosemite was like four or five hours, like over this mountain pass. But like the morning that we were gonna leave, they closed that road, and we basically had to drive nine hours almost all the way back to los angeles and then up oh my! it was God. like so disheartening uh so good for you for still doing it honestly it was all it was all carnell he drove the entire time and shaved like two hours off the drive if we were driving 100 miles per hour i wouldn't recommend it mikey's the man indeed um but hey that is the kid pick we highly recommend going to yosemite and now it is time for the goat, goat. nice on time that time Micah what is the Goat National Park Glacier National Park in Montana Oh okay it's Glacier National Park it's really got it all hit them with the views Michael Stun- absolutely stunning park like snow capped mountains Mm-hmm. Uh, tall pine trees, sort of like I mean, similar views to like Yosemite in a way, but it's got one thing that Yosemite doesn't have, and that's a big old lake in the center of it that's that you right. can swim in. The lake that we're talking about is Lake McDonald. I think there's a there's a couple lakes in Glacier, but the mm-hmm. one that we visited was Lake McDonald. It's just like this crystal clear blue lake surrounded by pine trees and snow capped mountains. Uh, you can rent like paddle boards, motorboats, uh kayaks, and you can jump in and cool off. To be clear, Yosemite also has uh, glacial lakes, but not not like this that you can boat and swim in and stuff. Right. Yeah. You can't you can't like rent a motorboat. No, I don't think go so. That would be awesome yeah, if yeah. you could though. Yeah. And I think I mean having a lake, especially on like a ninety degree summer day, is so yeah. crucial. I think for you and I lakes are so important yeah like i don't think that it's a good uh adventure trip if i don't have some way to like throw my body into cold water right yeah um you need that it's like that's the exhale it's truly the mountains are the inhale lakes are the exhale that's beautiful i kind of love that is that like john muir or is that your i i'm sure it's not I'm sure I didn't think about it. Or I think of it originally, but either way, I do have that stick and poke kit. I mm. could give you a tattoo where, and I would quote myself on it. Well, um, if you do the stick, if I had that as a tattoo, I wouldn't want like a dash, like Micah Hurwitz or anything like that. All right, then I would, I won't add the dash. Micah I'd Hurwitz. want a dash goaty, goaty goo. <laughs> oh, yes. I could dash it. G goaty, goaty goo indubitably. Um, all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, Sorry for no. saying it duplantly, guys. Um, so that's, that's the views. Lakes are super important to us specifically because I think we value like going on a hike, getting hot, and being able to swim at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. That's why the lake is the exhale. Some people might have different agendas for visiting national parks. Mm-hmm. Like, you some know people might like, go on ice climbing. Aren't you supposed to exhale during the exertion and inhale to rest? Um, that's what Jill does with Pilates. I think that is true, actually. That's so the lake way. would actually be more of the inhale. the inhale. Yeah. You do definitely think of like a sigh of relief, though. Like, <sighs> that's an exhale. Yeah, I know. it. It is a little bit weird like that. But you should inhale refreshing energy. Yeah. And then you should exhale heat and friction. So you height. should definitely amend this stick and poke tattoo on my back Too that we late, did. Man. That we paused the show to make i already I, outlined it yeah so now we're gonna have to cross that out right. and put a new one i okay i don't have enough room on your uh left bicep all right so i will start lifting so it gets bigger that's awesome um so we talked about the the views uh we talked a little bit about the dues we got we got lakes we got hikes um do you have any favorite hikes when we were there um i my favorite hike was actually a drive, really? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of things to do, we're talking about driving the sun road. I think, I think that's like the, one of the coolest uh, names for a road, right? Yeah. it's the going yeah, it's the sun road for short, the going to the sun road for long. Uh, and I think this really is the coolest the coolest hike you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, you It's a road that spans the park from east to west or from west to east, depending on how you look at it. Sure, yeah. Because uh, if you're going one direction, it would obviously be from... Move the- on, Michael. Um, <laughs> it spans the entire park, climbs like to elevations as high as like 6,000 feet, and you see every single type of train in the park. You see like glacier lakes, cedar forests, and like valleys from on top of the road. So it's really cool. And it's also, on either side of it, fun fact... It has like two it has two really cool breweries. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. I don't know if we I don't think we went to them, but I looked these up earlier. Um, there's like the Backslope brewing on the west side and then the there's one called Kipps Beer Garden on the east side. Yeah, I mean that's awesome. It's a perfect day. You wake up early, drive to a beer garden, get a little trashed <laughs> and <laughs> then you drive the entire go into the sun road to the other side and then go to another so beer garden. So you're driving garden. drunk in the national park? Um, or at least that you have a DD. Yeah, a DD. Mm-hmm. A DD, it's DD, DD. A DD. My DD designated is... driver is the same initials as a drunk driver. Yeah, like it feels like you'd be like, oh, "Don't worry, I'm the DD." Like, "Oh, you're, you're, you're <laughs> you guys <waste>. yeah. <laughs> this guy's ways." Yeah, the drunk driver. Uh, that's funny. One time, somebody told me at a party that they were the DDD, and I was confused designated for a second, drunk they're like designated drunk driver that's it's like, not someone you should hang out with <laughs> <that>. <laughs> and also don't yeah you should yeah. call a car buddy so it's not a close friend mm-hmm. yeah that's right but yeah i think that that's the goat hike is this like this awesome road that you can drive and it has like tons of pullouts too so you can like take in views from any type of any type of landscape that you want to see, mm-hmm. and it's also so if you need to get uh, warm for your dip, you can turn the heat on in your car, so you're nice and sweaty by the time you get to the lake. Yeah, I guess I guess per- the perfect thing is maybe you want to do the going to the sun road at sunset. Yeah, I don't. I'm not knocking anybody taking a drive through a national park because like you can't hike literally the entire time. You yeah. have to you have to like bake in time to, for recovery, and it's it's like truly I to drive through the park with like a playlist going yeah that's true it's really really nice and driving through the park that brings us to the cruise michael easy to get around once you're in there not overcrowded or overrun like yosemite kind of typically is yeah Uh, like tons of spots and cool campgrounds surrounding the lake um and getting to the park itself is not terribly inconvenient Uh, You can drive there from, like, Seattle, um, and they have an airport in the neighboring town. Yeah, you can fly in there, like, directly into the airport with a layover. Uh, I mean, it's not great, but once you're there, I think that's really where it shines. Right, yeah. And, I mean, it feels like there are are 62 national parks. Granted, one of them is a a statue, Mm -hmm. but, like, most people go to the Big Five, Uh, I'm going to one like Glacier is one of the more popular ones, but it's like, it tends to be like five or six, I think on these lists. Right. Yeah. Um, And it it just like, it's night and day. The difference between like getting around Yosemite and getting around Glacier. Um, It, it just, it's so nice to be able to like drive down an open road, pull into a parking lot. That's not overcrowded, go to a campground that like uh, isn't crawling with people. It's it, makes the park kind of feel like what it's supposed to feel like. Right. But we do recommend buying that national park annual pass, which is 80 bucks. Two people can sign it, by the way. Oh yeah. Like you can split it with a friend. Did we do that one? I think you and I did that. I also did it once with Vinnie Payone. Oh, nice. Um And then you just like trade the card back and forth. It'll get the full car in. Uh, but we recommend buying that pass. And once this whole, uh, waking hell is over, uh, we can all go out there and explore the national parks you guys can find yeah. which park is goat to you because there's so many fucking great ones that we didn't even get a chance yeah, to talk so, and, about hey, if if anybody has like opinions on great parks or great heights at us on twitter at us on ig mm-hmm. at goat show pod that's um, right send us photo. Fo- send us or post photos of yourselves in national parks that's, that's a uh, nice. let's, yeah, let's, let's see people's national park photos. That's yeah. what I want to see. Um, and you know what? We'll throw a link on our website, com, for you to buy a national park pass and well, that's a nice su- idea. Support the parks. I guess it might not be like a great time to do it, but it's good for a year. So if you want to, if you want to support the parks right now, you can. Uh, and we will be back again next week. We'll see you guys. <sighs> yeah. Next soon. week. Hey, wait one one quick thing i want to say next week we're talking about the goat at home workouts that's cause right. we all need those these days mm-hmm. uh we have a bunch that we're we're testing out and have already tested out but uh if you have favorite ones that we might not have heard of yeah tweet those at us definitely let, let us, us know, know which ones you think you think we should uh consider in our goat research for sure uh till then guys we'll see you next time right. no toodles this week wow